0: This show is furnished by The Cochrane Firm.
1: Welcome back, folks. We are coming to you in our second hour. It wasn't me. Yeah, that that (laughs) twinkling that you hear. That is the evil leprechauns that are trying to divide us as a nation. And <laughs> right, we want the them to lose, folks. they're them to lose. Welcome to our number two of uh, Nation Divided. Uh, we come to you pretty much every week trying to make you uncomfortable, trying to get you to think about things differently. Uh, because we believe that there's a problem here in the country. And the problem that we believe exists, exists because we have stopped loving each other as Americans. We are now dealing with uh, divisions that seem to have really dropped us right down the middle uh, on almost every level. We
2: are all right. They are all wrong. They don't know. They can't understand. We understand. We
1: know. And, you know, is this something that really would exist or are we really being led to think this way? And it's the statistic that really has kind of motivated the current conversation Give it to us one more time. And we're talking about how you get your news, CNN versus Fox. Now, these are just emblematic of two different ways uh, of presenting the news in a way that resonates uh, with a particular political ideology. But the study is shocking. Tell us one more time, Jim.
2: Well, at the risk of dumbing it down for expediency's sake, seventy percent liberal Democrats they like CNN. Only fifteen percent of Republicans do, and it flips around exactly the opposite for Fox. Seventy percent of Republicans like Fox, and only fifteen percent of
1: Democrats. What this tells us is that if you're going to be listening to news, you're listening to something that's going to resonate you're your beliefs. Your side, yeah. Something Whatever you going to consider it to be yeah. make you feel better about yourself. But is this doing any good whatsoever? Shouldn't yeah. it be? That you're trying to get to understand another person's way of thinking or another person's uh, thought process. Uh, Rick from Lake Balboa, we had started with you before. And I wanted to go ahead and finish some of your thoughts. Uh, Sure. Please let us know this one thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think that if we just took everything away, that the concept of news making a person angry and news resonating with a certain divisive political way of thinking, is that done for ratings? Is it done for money? Or is it done because somewhere in the back of the room, somebody really wants to get paid and that this type of way of looking at the world is popular and it resonates and it sells ratings? What do you think, money or politics? Hmm.
3: Well, again, I think it's a
4: little of both. Mm -hmm. I, I I couldn't lay it on one thing. Like I told you, I think there's definitely a political agenda on both sides of the aisle. Right. And yes, hey, and both sides are in business, man. They're looking for ratings.
1: Now, Rick, the Um, last question I have, and this is really important. What do you think would happen if all of a sudden tomorrow there were no news? There was just nothing whatsoever. There was just one thing that just reported events, but there was no commentary. There was no Fox. There was no CNN. There was none of that. So no one would really have anything to bounce their ideas. If it was just completely neutral, what do you think would happen? Or do you think we'd continue along the way that we are? We'd still be as angry as we are.
4: Oh, no, no, no. You have a much happier world. 84 Olympics. Basically, there was no negative news. It was all, you know, just a great great time in L.A. Crime went down. Crime went down for the few weeks or the month that it was. Here that is very true. Because, wow. because the news was not blaring 24 7 how god awful life is. Right. And like you said, how divided we are. Yeah. And look at this group and look at that wow. group that stopped for a little while. And we had just a nice few weeks here in L.A. Were you and there, Rick? Exactly I was there. Rick nailed to, it, man. Uh-huh. Uh,
1: but I will also tell you that the, earlier this year, uh, Kobe Bryant, who was universally uh, loved. He was that's not n- universally loved during yeah. his career, but the death, his death really shook L.A. It shook the nation, yep. shook the world, but it really shook L.A. I was fortunate enough to actually go to the first home game that they had uh, without Kobe uh, being in the world. And I can tell you that, you know, there was so much love in that Staples Center. There was so much love in the area outside the Staples Center. What a
2: contrast, too, man. How and, fast it changed. Think about that. That was the end of January, right? And yeah. That's just like six months ago.
1: But, you know, we have all these tensions in L.A. There's the there's the Latino versus black tension. There's the white versus black tension. There's the white versus Latino. All of these things just didn't exist and I was there and I'm telling you, you could feel it and there was no negativity anywhere. That could have been it, but we were all coming together for a common purpose. But the other thing that's really, really amazing is that they were doing all of these things to protect crowd control because they were so concerned there was going to be a riot or that there was going to be, uh, some destruction of property. So they were telling people to stand here and people, but the reality is there was no one was going to do anything to anybody yeah. that day because the way that everyone was feeling. I mean, people were giving people their space in line. You had folks that were just really well, they're respectful.
2: All de- they're all together for the same reason, fraternity. We go back to that idea, right? The yeah. idea that they had something in common, they had something besides the color of their skin or the kind of car they drove that bound them together.
1: And, you know, so, thank you so much for chiming in, Rick. Yeah, Did you have something yeah, else, brother?
4: the yeah, guys, uh, uh, one one last thing, if you don't mind. I think it would probably really depress or upset certain politicians and the news media in particular if they found out that, you know what, we're actually more alike Yes, and we
2: realize. Bring um, it. Bring it, and Rick. Amen, we not, Rick. You're hitting it. We
4: are not as divided as the media
3: and politicians want us to believe.
2: Amen, yes, Rick. we
1: have more in common. than All we right. Have. Uh, Rick, yes, you, you are speaking to our souls. Thank you so Thanks, much for Craig. calling in. That was such a beautiful. Great. Now, I love the way he ended that. Yeah. And, and folks, uh, we're not uh, trying to puff uh, happy smoke. But what we are trying to do is understand why we are the way we are. And one of the things that we keep going back to is uh, the concept of how the news is reported and, you know, the idea of news uh, no longer being about news, but about entertainment. And, you know, we have certain uh, ideological lines that we like to identify with ourselves as falling on and how we seem to only if we're going to take in some news we only seem to take in that type of news that resonates with who we are and what we think
2: and not just that but also for entertainment purposes you know like we were talking at the break and you and i were talking about it before the show started too. this idea that you've got the obviously we all know we get this entertainment drive to the news that we consume but there is other news out there there's stuff like for instance c-span right washington weekly right and what's interesting is no one watches that stuff and why are they not watching it? Because it doesn't provide for them doesn't that have emotional that, pop. that doesn't have an emotional stimulation. Yeah. Just like uh eating a cookie. But they have no base. There's a nothing that didn't a popsicle. It doesn't do it for you. Right. Right? So and then what's that lead to? People say government doesn't work. Well, all you gotta do is watch C SPAN for an hour or two in the afternoon and you go, Hey, you know what? It's kind of amazing it's doing what it's doing,
1: you yeah. know? I love that thought. Uh, we're going to move to uh, Leslie from Granada Hills. And before we get there, folks, if you'd like to join the discussion, uh, we'll be going till 5 today. You can reach us at 1-800-222-5222. one 222 5222 Why do we think the way we think when we see a story that angers us on the news, whether it be one way or another? Uh, why do we think the way we think when we see something that makes us feel threatened? Or when we see something that makes us afraid and it's like we were completely at peace, but then we watch this thing on the news and I don't care if it's CNN or Fox or any of the others, but all of a sudden we're now angry or we're afraid and we're believing that. And, you know, have we ever stopped to consider that maybe that is because the person that is putting on that wants us to be afraid or wants us to be angry and can we shake out of it? Leslie from Granada Hills, what do you think? And I want to thank Hi. you so much for calling. Oh, thank you so much for Hi. calling, Leslie. Yes, we're dying to know what you think.
5: I think the media is owned by super wealthy, powerful elements. And I would think it's more about control and propaganda. Wow. Keeping us distracted, divided, wow. fighting next, amongst ourselves. That's the next and point, hate, Leslie. Yep. Heat can be a useful Tool to control the people. If you think of the book Nineteen Eighty Four, they would have daily hate sessions, and they would keep the people focused on their anger. And then they'd have this constant war going on, and it was very useful to keep people under control.
2: Don't have to go very. You don't have to go very far back into history to find uh, the real
1: examples of that in the world, either, do you, Leslie? Great point. No, Uh, we're going to take a short break, Leslie. Please, please do not go anywhere. I want to finish this line of thought. Uh, we're gonna take a very short break and we're gonna be back. Uh and the discussion really is why is the news making us so angry, making us so afraid? Is this a good next, thing? Is it not pivot? a good thing? Leslie's
2: hitting right there. Yeah. Who is driving? Leslie, they are about to reason. come up
1: with the, the with the point that it's going to shatter everybody's mind, I'm sure. Yeah. We love you all. You can reach us at one-eight eight hundred two two-five two two two. We're gonna be right back.
2: The 80s were just about having yeah, fun, man. man. The 80s yeah. were just about having it was fun just... and liking each other. And I was right? too young. Yeah, that's what i
1: saying, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I was too you young and too to much that. of a nerd to even partake, man. Oh, I, come I, on. I, could, I couldn't even get into the fun when the 80s. Def Leppard, Motley oh. Crue. It was just about having fun. Uh, it, well, the, the music really does pop you. It's just kind of superficial. But it does pop you. Folks, we're talking about some issues that are popping us differently, and that is, are we being led to the slaughter of fear, hatred, and all kinds of remorse, things that are making us hate Americans versus Americans, not because of any issue that is happening or not happening, but because there are certain, let's just call them evil leprechauns that want us to hate each other. Well, without going to or the, that want us to be afraid of each without other. Without
2: hitting the conspiracy theory button, man. I mean, you got to ask yourself the question, who wins from this division, this chaos, right? This sort of controversy, who
1: wins? Absolutely. Does we, the common man win? I know the common man loses probably, and the I common so. woman. Uh, we've got a deep thinker on the line right now. Leslie Go from Granada Hills. I really want to thank you so Hi. much for joining the show. Um no problem. and we're talking about uh the idea of news and the way the news is reported and the entertainment value that it seems to engender. Uh, But the other aspect of it is how do they keep the listeners engaged? And why is there so much uh, references to people that should be, you know, not liked? For example, if it's CNN, it's the GOP that you're not supposed to like them. If it's Fox, it's the Dems. You're not supposed to like yeah, can't like them. Yeah, Black Lives Matter is being on the chopping block now. You had a lot of issues with immigrants. You have a lot of people. With, and there's a conspiracy. It, they're you know, commies. They're, they're whatever. All, yeah. But who's really winning? And you were saying something uh, about some thoughts that you had, Leslie, uh, concerning yeah. who was really responsible. Please enlighten our listeners or educate us with regard to what you're thinking. Enlighten may be a biased word. Tell us what you think, though. Well,
5: I think there's a controlling elite who has a definite agenda and I don't think they want people to be aware exactly of their agenda but Uh, um, you know they want to control through keeping people hating and fighting and divided and And like I said, in the book 1984, they just had constant war going on, right. and that was designed to control everybody.
1: You know, the funny thing is when 1984 actually rolled around, I was wondering if that book was going to be like like, kind of getting ready to happen because it was yeah. written. But the idea is the themes that are resonant, resonant in that book uh, really are quite significant. Now, one of the things that Leslie said – now, again, folks – you know, on this show, we don't have a political agenda. We don't. We're not right or left or anything. But we are trying to understand why our country uh, seems to be becoming more fractured. Uh, Leslie talked about a controlling elite. Both
2: sides have big political gatherings, big political contribution dinners. You know, and that the image that I had in my mind as Leslie was speaking just now was this image of all of these people sitting around these tables that cost like twenty thousand dollars a table. And they're got. Democrats have them. Republicans have them. They got those the halls where these people are, and they're all standing up to get their picture taken with the politician. And I'm wondering about those guys. Do they really? First of all, are they political? Are they actually there for political reasons? Do they buy that ticket because, or is it entertainment for them? And then I'm wondering, where are they going with all of this? Like, what's their goal in sort of supporting this guy?
1: Wins. And if you look at what Leslie's saying, a controlling elite. Uh, I'm going to follow up with that a little bit, Leslie, if you don't mind. And, oh, and you if you follow. think about that, if we follow that line of thinking, we would be thinking that it's just a very small amount of people. Uh, and we know they would have to be extraordinarily wealthy. And they're the ones that are really the puppet masters and they're the ones that are really controlling things. Now, folks, I don't want to go too far field with any of these concepts. But have you ever wondered why, re- whether it's Republican or Democrat, right. you're never taught that there's anything wrong with the one tenth of one percent that's controlling so much? wealth. you're, go- you're going pretty far. Off you're the never taught to dislike rich people. Really, super rich people. You're going, really out, super,
3: you're going super super out on the You're going on the LHB. but we'll if, you're out, thinking, if, back. if they are the controlling
1: elite, if you just I don't want to on a it. hit list, man. Okay, but why is it that we can focus on uh, the hatred of immigrants, or we can focus on the hatred of of some people who we we've, we've labeled as liberals or or radicals or? Right. Or the but we never really think about the fact that there is such a gigantic disparity of wealth in this country, and the people that are making there are so many people that are making so much money even through COVID. They were talking about the millions and billions and billions of dollars that some people have made, but we never really vilify the one percent or the people who seem to be benefiting the most. Uh, for example, from uh, you know a regressive taxation system, and could that be? Because they want us to continue to fight over other things. And this is the deeper question. I've always somewhat subconsciously harbored the belief that it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. Mm, The same kinds of influences are going to control what really, really happens uh, in Washington. What do you think about that, Leslie?
5: I agree. I agree wholeheartedly.
1: Well, folks, we'd like to know what you think. You can reach us at 1-800-222-5222, one 222 5222 The straight basic issue is are we being controlled in a way that is in, not in our best interests by the uh, politically motivated uh, news reporting of agencies that seem to cater to a particular group, Fox versus CNN, are the only ones that we're really putting up now. I still come back to the question, though, of why are people buying into it so
2: much? Or why do they seem to be? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not really buying into it, but it kind of seems like it. John
1: from Playa del Rey. Jim just asked a really good question. Thank you so much, Leslie. Uh, Yes. John, thank you so much for holding you. Welcome to the program. Uh, The issue, for those of you who may want to join the discussion, you can reach us at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. We don't care if you're smart. Or not smart, degreed or not degreed, what do you think in your heart? Is the media doing right. more harm than good? Tell, talk to us, John.
3: I, I think the, what everybody's excited about is the indictments.
1: Uh, which one, which any, ones are we talking about this time, John?
3: Relative, well, this is why people are divided. Because if there are no indictments, half the people are going to feel like the rug got pulled out from under them. If there are indictments, half of the people are going to feel like something's wrong. And it's coming in early September.
2: Now, indictments of the media Hmm. or in political indictments in Congress? What are we talking about here?
3: Well, we're talking about, I mean, the June 5th meeting when people were in the Oval Office discussing what they were going to try to do to get rid of Trump, to frame
1: him. Okay, well, I I got to tell you, John, you may be talking about some events that that we're not familiar with. I'm not familiar familiar with. And
3: you haven't been watching Fox.
1: Well, that's kind of the point of the whole idea. I don't watch well, Fox or sides, CNN. I really don't. two
3: sides of this story, and, and one of them, you know, somebody's telling the truth and somebody's not.
1: Well, let me, let me bounce this off of you, John. And I got to tell you, I'm not right or left, okay? okay. I, I really, I don't ever watch Fox or CNN except rarely. I, I, I don't even uh, really buy, I have the time to do that. But have you considered... That there could be a way of reporting the news, for example, uh, that does not ever attack another person?
3: No. Because people are fallible and people screw things up. Institutions don't do it. Buildings don't do it. People do it. That's a good point. When they they screw things up, somebody's got to be held to account.
1: Can you give us an example?
3: Well, say there's a coup going on to overthrow President Trump okay take dossier and money spent by hillary the fbi the doj all conspired to overthrow him
1: okay no, now money, they're,
3: finding, they're finding evidence that you know what he got framed
1: for
0: what
3: and now that we've got an investigator i don't know if you've ever heard of him before his name is durham he's supposed to either submit some type of evidence or report in early september whether some of these charges against comey and struck and page and all these people mccabe and
2: John, let me ask you a question. John, let me go. There is a lot of. There's clearly a lot of focus on national politics. There's a lot of focus on the Trump campaign. I know it's sexy. I know it's interesting. I know it's exciting. But let me ask you this: Why do you think there's 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 so little focus on local, regional, municipal politics? You know, our founding fathers meant the country to work that way. Why do you think there's not any focus on that anymore? Why do we have so few?
3: Uh, the national thing is better than any soap opera anybody could ever think of. That's right. Yeah, I love it. I love what
1: he said. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. And, it's entertaining. You know, there's a, the concept that, you know, a lot of conspiracy theories are abound on all sides. Uh, there are a lot of folks that believe that there are some major nefarious thinkers that are working uh, within organizations called sometimes the Deep State, sometimes Antifa, exactly. sometimes the alt-right, sometimes Breitbart, sometimes all of these other things but the idea is what good does that do an average person in terms of just their daily lives what good does that do
3: if you're an average person you think you know what if somebody tried to commit a coup and overthrow the president somebody needs to be held accountable that's what the average person thinks and until that gets settled they're all going to be sitting on pins and needles but then i wonder what are people going to do about this if the democrats lose this if say if biden Gets an indictment because he wanted to do this long-lost charge against um, Yeah. the Logan Act. What happens if he gets indicted? I, I
2: I think my bigger question for you, though, John, is this, is that what does this data do for us? So we get this information. We get fed. Maybe we get some feds. Maybe it's completely accurate. We get some feds from information that one politician, shock here, news breaking news one politicians trying to frame another politician so that they can get elected i mean you know that, that's never happened in the history of of human politics but but my my question is what does it do for us as an? what do we do with that data what do we do with that information that we're well, gleaning from we, the news reports
3: just, just like history it'll have to be like a statue standing up someplace so somebody can explain it to them say this is where we caught somebody doing something wrong in our government. And it went right to the highest levels. and went to the Oval Office. Okay. And we need to make sure this don't happen again. So, so we're,
1: we're making history is what we're saying. We're, making history. So we're John, making history. John, history. I want to ask you to whole right briefly. Now. Uh, okay. So we're, what, we're, what I'm going to try to unpack all of that, but we're going to have to take a very short break in a minute. But folks, really, the kind of what I want to understand is say you're believing that there's a conspiracy and that conspiracy is being reflected in something that you're seeing. Uh, maybe it's being spoken to directly. Maybe it's being spoken to indirectly on the news. What good is that doing? What good does it do? Is there anything that is to be gained? Uh, Mark from Huntington Beach, we're going to start with you very quickly. Very quickly. Uh, and then we're going to continue after the break. So can we get started, Mark? Tell us some of your thoughts, hey. brother. How you doing, man? Doing beautiful. Tell us about what's happening. Okay, I'm
6: just thinking, you know, remember that guy in Vietnam, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say, go back to Vietnam. Let's go back away. ways. That little farmer that was out there with his oxen behind those buildings in his
2: house. his
1: little. Chick. Are you talking about the you photograph? The most- are you talking about a photograph he's of a...
2: He's just describing a guy, just some okay, guy, going, right? Yeah. He's all out right, there Mark. working all by himself, didn't yeah, have access to news yet. All
6: of a sudden, these bombs are going off, and someone runs up to him, and we're here to save you. And he's going, what? You know, what? You're here to what? And this guy's saying, we're here to save you. You know, we're here to bomb these bad, there ain't no bad guys around here. It's just me pushing this ox across this field trying to feed my family. And I probably never see anybody
1: And and he's basically, what I'm getting is he's being told that there's a war that he's not aware of, and there's somebody that's trying to hurt him that he's not aware of, and there's all this destruction that he's not aware of. Mark, we're going to have to have you finish that thought after the break. And, folks, if you'd like to join the discussion, Uh, You can reach us at 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. Is it time for us to stop and say, wait, perhaps all of the biased reporting that's happening on TV and on the radio, all of these things really aren't necessary. Maybe we should not be looking at so-called news outlets for the purposes of entertainment. Because they're basically creating fear and anger within us that otherwise wouldn't exist. Got football games. We're going to get to everybody, folks. Got baseball now. Baseball's back. Yes. Did you go to the game, though? No. (laughs) That's the point. We'll be right right back, folks. You
2: know, that is true. KBC's been around the longest around here. I, they really yeah. have. No yeah, more I really gotta,
1: can uh, compare. That's right. And folks, as we started to talk about news and news outlets and, and issues, we came across this, a statistic that probably wouldn't shock folks, but it was something like along the lines of 73% of the Democrats trust uh, CNN and uh, maybe 15% of the Republicans. And then when you switch to Fox, like 75% of the of the Republicans right trust over. Fox. Yeah. And so few of the Democrats do. And, you know, the question is, you know, this is what has happened with regard to these news outlets that are just making millions and millions and millions of dollars every day and that are really becoming these major outlets. Uh, they have so many Americans watch these shows and they are so politically slanted uh in terms of the way that the news is reported.
2: You know, one of the other stats in that I gotta bring this up. I know you didn't want me to, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna do it B. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you on this oh, one. Man. I'm gonna bring this one go up. Ahead. So one of the things that I found interesting in that in that research piece was that that the single most trusted news outlet by percentages was Fox. And that was because forty-three percent of the respondents in the poll said that they trusted Fox. But then when they dug down into the numbers a little deeper, what they found was is that there were so – the the people that de- identified as Democrat, liberal, they were spread out in the different sources that they trusted. But there were far less sources that a person that identified conservative trusted. So what that means essentially is they have less choices, to put it
1: one way. Right. But I guess the question is going to be if there is such a resonant audience with a certain political group, is that by design – and should we start looking a little bit in terms of maybe the Democrats aren't the problem, maybe the Republicans aren't the problem, maybe the liberals aren't the problem, maybe the conservatives, maybe these organizations might be part of the problem. you got to wonder. And maybe Who some benefits? of the problem might be caused by that – uh very mischievous leprechaun that just wants to see us fight. At a bare minimum, even if you don't believe
2: in the conspiracy, who wins when people are this divided? I don't. You, people you, trying to sell You can make the argument Russia wins. Because, ratings? They well, win, can, if yeah, they want yeah, to win. Absolutely. And, well, but then who wins, a, though? Keep and going. Then, but that, no, that's a great point, though, you're bringing B, because now here's the thing. Every, everyone's running around so focused on ratings, so focused on making money, they're all forgetting the big game, right? Maybe right. they're forgetting that someone else somewhere is just loving it that we're that divided. And, and they don't care how we're doing and
1: that's their interest. Their yeah. very interest is in making us divided. Yeah. Mark, don't go anywhere. I want to switch to uh, Greg from Downey real quickly. You've been holding for a while, man. Thank you so much for being so patient with us. Welcome to a nation divided, to us, brother, right? and we are dying to know what you think. How are we going to make sense of this? We're going to make sense of it by
0: uh, directly going to the fact that CNN obviously is on the Democratic side of the world. Fox is on the Republican side of the world. Now, you guys, you just said made a statement that you don't watch Fox and you don't watch CNN. I've been listening to both of you guys here for about the last month. Appreciate you. And I'll bet a $1,000 in my pocket because I'm not going to the racetrack or the casino today. <laughs> both, both, both of you guys are looking for Joe Biden to be president i feel in my heart you want to know about heart you guys you're both democrats so in reference to not being uh liberal or republican you guys are given an argument that you take a lot of your own time to trying to convince us that you're right you got a lot of callers out there you need to take more calls have a great day and trump will win all
2: right. Wow, uh, you know what's interesting? I think what's, that's fascinating. Again, people, they gotta have this idea about who are you. How I want to put you in a box. I'm gonna figure you out. No, we could even say it. Right? I'm a registered Republican. You're a registered Democrat. People would never, but they gotta put you in a box because that's the way that you win. Put them well, in a box. Well, the right?
1: idea is, is that if we're giving uh, a a talk and we're talking about issues, we have to be either this person. Or that person, right. Exactly. Yeah. Or there will absolutely be no way that the, the world can be digested. And we know if that- they can't hear anything. And, we, you know, basically, if you want to know what our message is, is we're trying to bring people together and we actually are trying to tear down the invisible walls uh, that exist uh, between us as Americans. Now, do I want Biden to win? Do I not want Biden to win? I believe the issue should be what is the truth? And what is best for all of us? Well, the really thing, And if the I, funny I thing am though, immediately P. in a box, if, if somebody says and call and they wait for a long time and they say, you guys are right, liberal, yeah, yeah. you're a Republican, and y'all want Biden to win, right. goodbye, <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah. that, and if they say that, I gotcha. the question <laughs> is, what has been proven? And if that is something that he wants to say, okay, I've been unmasked. Why is that an unmaskable thing? Well, the funny thing is – And for that, the record, I am not the, that way, by well, the way. Fu- but anyway. fu- 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 The funny thing to
2: that I want to say is that we, we – homophily, we've talked about it. Uh, uh, confirmation bias. We've used those same terms. We've talked about the fact that it's natural for people to do this, natural for people to gravitate – to other people that are like them, right? right? It's natural for them to do this, so that's okay on its own. But then, when you go, you take that extra step. It's not gentlemanly politics anymore. It's not that I've got this particular opinion or I have this particular idea, and this is the thing that I think. What do you think? And then you listen to it. Maybe you meet somewhere in the middle. This idea that there can't be a center anymore. There's there there, can't you, right. you can't, You've got to be. You've got to be for Biden or you've got to be for Trump, and that's it. There's no hey, center at all. But right?
1: what he what he basically just said was the ultimate insult. The way that he can ultimately destroy yes. our credibility as men Biden, is by saying that Trump. we want yeah, Biden right. to win. Yeah, come on, it, and it, there it, should be more to it. Well, you
2: know? and, I, and then I can't. What's kind of sad, and this is a point that we're trying to bring up. I think today, one of the deep points that we're trying to bring up for everybody is, is that there's so much focus on national politics. There you go. That's not even where politics are happening, man. And everyone that acts like they're so angry and that they're so engaged, maybe it's just a game about collecting more trivia. Maybe it's the, the just like they're a history buff, they're a politics buff, you know, and maybe they're watching it like they watch a football game. But do they really care about politics? Do they really care about the United States of America? Yeah. What's what we're going to, what we're going to be this year, next year, and twenty years from now? Are they really thinking about that?
1: I I, don't, I just think they want to win. They just want to win, and that's the idea. Yeah. Mar, uh, Marley, uh, I want to thank you so Hi. much for holding so long. Hi, Marley. Welcome to a okay. Nation Divided. Uh, we really appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, we've got some issues well, here, obviously. I just some. Want to thank you. Know, you want to, Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Marley. Please. I
7: just want to thank you for bringing. The subject up in this way because AM stations mostly, and yours too, uh, are left-bashing most of the time with uh, hard propaganda. Yeah. But but my problem is the corporate press, which I call the cable news and most of the evening news, is seems designed to sell things. Right. Yes. And it's packaged. It's so packaged, so pretty, you just get sick of it. You, I used to love CNN when it had people all over the world. And you kind of knew what was happening all over the world, even if it was
1: just weather or something. It's not like that anymore. It hasn't been like that for a while. Yeah.
7: No, they don't pay people to go out and do it anymore. So the corporate press is annoying all all of us, but also the the propaganda bashing, you know, AM stations who call me and my friends and you know the left dangerous and we want children to die. We want all of you right. to die yeah. because, you know, i, I was sick of hearing that. And, and Trump, I don't know how he started being investigated, but my God, he, you know, there's so much corruption in record, on record before he was president. So,
1: well, if you really think were, about people this, people were and...
7: alarmed and started investigating. And then this this, this conspiracy thing they've come up with is just bonkers you know and they've got a prosecutor who's going to prosecute people and before the election i'm really worried and now with the addition of these troops that weren't asked for you know sent into cities well, I'm really well, worried.
1: absolutely marlene i want to thank you so much for calling and sharing your worries and one of the things that if you want to understand we're worried about is that the nation is going to continue to just come apart at the seams and it, it, this is a hard question that I have for everybody. Everybody who happens to be listening right now, ask yourself this question. Who is the president? And if you really shave it down, how does his existence really directly affect Impact you as a person? Life. Yeah, right. Can you even say that? And is it worth getting that angry? There is angry? something exactly is it worth that being directly that affects yeah. you yeah that's or that or is it just or is it just you want to see your guy in there right is it just a game? the same way you want to yeah. see you know exactly. the lakers the win point, yeah, or because... you want your home team to win and you want your...
7: I have to admit that Breitbart and these you know propaganda machines began by uh, obama hating so long for so long are you still there yes mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. we're, we're, we're hearing you definitely and then uh, Trump took advantage of all of the he, – he's a showman. He's a PG Barnum. So he knows how to take advantage of publicity and, and and bringing out the worst in people, which he has. And one of the reasons we're where we are is is him and
1: his okay, – Now, let me but stop you but briefly, Barley, because I'll tell you, for every person that says it, Hold on. Let me stop you. There are 50-something million people that are just – on general principle, going to disagree with that statement. Now, we start thinking, what is happening here on the show? Are we this? Are we that? I can tell you we are not selling either one side or the other. But when you say, you know, certain sweeping judgments about Trump, you have to understand, while you're saying that, that there are so many people that his message has resonated with on such a profound level. You cannot dismiss that and you cannot dismiss the impulses uh, that he's connecting with. Uh, The concept is somewhat deeper because whether Trump's in there, whether Biden's in there, whether Trump's in there, Biden, can a person really say that that person who wins wins? is going to really affect their lives. Now, if you happen Can to be in that? DACA, if you happen to be one of the people that's being detained on the border right now, it will, it's going to yeah. dramatically affect your life. Let her answer that, B. Go ahead. Let her answer. Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
7: I, well, I just want to say you're right. The presidency doesn't really, and we don't do enough local coverage and local politics. When I read history, and I read, like, the history of the labor movement or the history of some bill getting passed or FDR, and you know, it's very interesting people on television fighting about these issues. You know, how are we going to deal with homelessness? I'd like to have people up there saying, well, we could do this and we could do this. Well, if we do that, you know, we're going to pay for it this way. I'd like that. I don't know why people don't want that.
1: Well, I think one of the issues is that there are certain people, and I think uh, Leslie alluded to this earlier, that really have a vested interest in conflict. And they're actually going to be more yeah, whether it be Trump or, or anti-Trump or Biden or this, they want to see us fight.
2: Yeah, because you get the same thing on the
1: other side, yeah. Right. And right. and I think that that's... Yeah, let's that's, go to a break. We, okay, okay, we, have but, to, we have to take a break. Okay. Marley, hang okay. with us. we come back Thanks to you. Thank you. Alright, folks. We're going to get to everybody. Thank you so much. Yep. Got to take a break. We do? Yep. Alright. Yeah. They do that when I just they want me hear to hear stop talking. Again.
2: I just wanted to hear Def Leppard again.
1: I really think Marley was on the verge of really... Really really just nailing it. All right, folks. As we shimmy into the last You just segment. think that because you're a liberal, Brian. <laughs> That's we why you think that. You you're a liberal. You're we're with a liberal them. Conservative. I'm willing to you're accept one of that I'm from Mars, folks. We love <laughs> you all. And we're gonna be right back after the break. You <laughs> <laughs> wanna get into the pit. <laughs> I'm worse than your worst nightmare. That's right. We'll be right back.
5: <laughs>
1: you know, that man really is singing, by the way. Yes. That is not a freaking machine. Right. You have to That's still be the, able to really sing if you were in a heavy yeah. metal band. That's right. Anyway, uh, folks, we are always hearkening back to the past. Yeah,
2: right. No auto-tune.
1: You know, there are those people who say that if you're conservative, you basically are always looking in the past and you're talking about an idealized past. And, you know, there are things but that are in the past.
2: But, but- that's natively – that that's, that's to, to be conservative is that. That's why I'm that way, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always sort of – to be conservative is to say let's not change things too fast. Let's do one one step at a time. You know, you know how I am. You yeah, love, it, don't and you? The, and the Serial is, processor.
1: Things were thing always better in you the don't past. Don't get with anything else. People yeah. were nicer. Than, you know, yeah. you know, there was a more genteel world, and you know, we didn't have all these problems and some of that. that were... Some of that is true, right? Some of yeah. that is true. I think that in every political philosophy, this is the kicker. There's a little bit that's true, right? And, and you know, if you take a little bit of what you have and a little bit of what I have. Then we're going to try to really understand what's the
2: issue. But what's fascinating is we were just talking about it before the show. But Thomas Jefferson, he considered himself a progressive. Yes. Now, you think about people today that consider themselves staunchly conservative, You know, very right. They're always going to be quoting Thomas Jefferson. And why not? Because he's a great man. He said some great things. But he, in his day, people go crazy over this on both sides of the argument. He considered himself a progressive. Yes. And if you think about it and you look at his life, he actually was really progressive.
1: So what I want to finish with, folks, is I know that there's always a lot of uh, issues that are current. They're the menu of things that we're supposed to be angry about, the things that we're supposed to be afraid of, uh, the things that is, we're, the people we're supposed to hate and the people we're supposed to vilify. I want to try to ask this one question. What do we have in common? And what is it that, as Americans, we can agree on? And what are, like, do you think there's a problem that we have that we can all agree is a problem that we should there should be no disunity about i'm going to go with leslie uh, from granada hills thank you so much for being so patient and staying with us leslie Leslie, how would you answer that question i mean assume that we do have some common issues that are affecting us and they are affecting all americans and what what like what do you think would be one such issue that we can we have to be able to agree on
5: We're all in the same boat.
1: Yes. We're all in the same boat. Right. Okay. We
2: all are. It doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat. We're all in the same. Well, boat, you would yeah. think
1: that if we got hit with a disease, as like a country, coronavirus, if you yeah. think if something happened that that, that at least that where, we could agree on, yeah, we think like that. how to handle this particular invisible uh, virus that has no political well, affiliation. I mean, but great, even that is that's a us.
2: great point you're bringing up, B, because there was a time in American history and it hasn't been all that long ago where people kind of were like that, right? Kind of sort of thinking like post Pearl Harbor days, right? But now. We're not so much like
1: that. So what's going on? Is there anything? uh, Leslie, don't go anywhere. Mark, I want to get back to you. Mark, do you think that there's, uh, as we do uh, experience all of this division and we experience all of the, uh, you know, the parades of horribles that are told to us from uh, the, you know, the national news outlets? Is there anything that you think is an issue or anything that we can actually, no matter who you support, no matter who you are, that we can have a common belief? A common ground is there anything, Mark? You think surfing and music? Surfing, okay, <laughs> oh, I nice love it. music. All right, if I had it all sure. these
6: people. If I had Nancy Pelosi and Biden and Trump and I had them all out there in a wetsuit getting them out there uh, in the water, uh, I think they'd forget
2: they about it. They would chill out, man. man. They would. If I, I could it. get them just
6: to play one note on anything, hit a stick and a drum, and I start singing Sinatra.
1: They're going to fall in perfectly. Absolutely. You know I mean? And you know, it is, that is the type of thing.
2: Isn't that funny? It's because we're the same culture,
1: but it's also music is something that is universal. And he's not talking about anything about money. He's not talking about healthcare. He's not talking about, uh, uh, the healthcare industry, Not performance, the pharmaceutical of, uh, you know, protest cop. He's talking about surfing Yep. and music. And you think about it, yep. uh, Mark, that was
6: incredible. Uh, and my little and my little surfing dog right now, here, his name's Pinchy.
1: Hey, Pinchy. Hey, Pinchy. Now, Mark, if I recall... Per- surfing. Oh, so, <laughs> did I recall you say that you were around during Vietnam? Well, my brother was there. I was nine years old. I'm going wow. I'm I'm to bust you up for your age. What's your age, Mark? I'm 62. 62. Okay. All right, that's still middle age, though, 62. Okay. That's not getting up there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Mark. John from Playa Del Rey. I want to. I want you to weigh in as well. Uh, you've been so patient. Thanks for staying with us. We've been talking about all these things that divide us. Is there one thing you think that we can all agree on one issue? Turn your radio down, Mark. Yeah, turn your radio down for us, John. Uh, John? Hello, John? All right. Bye-bye, John.
2: Yeah, we lost him. I think uh, sorry, yeah, you might have All
1: right, so we got surfing and music and we have, like, you know, the idea is if there was one issue... Would would Could we trust the media to embrace it? I mean, let's just look at anything. People would probably say racism is bad, but if you even touch that, you're going to have one side saying that it's overblown and one side saying that it's real. If you mm-hmm. talk about police abuse, police abuse, one side saying, no, the, those people need to be I, abused because they're breaking the law and they have no responsibility.
2: And I thing- go back to that the very, very broad concept of liberal humanism. Every American, and and when you listen to people, whether they're far right, far left, or they're somewhere in the middle, like most of us are, Every American essentially believes in these things that are the American way, right? These ideas that, yeah, there shouldn't be police misconduct. There, there, there shouldn't be a, a sort of, there shouldn't be white supremacy. There shouldn't be, there shouldn't be uh, this sort of idea of racism. All of these things, we agree on these things. Or well, we just, the,
1: the majority of us do.
2: Yeah, the, I mean, the vast majority, the vast majority of Americans, even people, you know, and sometimes I even wonder if we're doing ourselves a disservice by trying to actively identify someone, say, as racist. We're actively identifying. We've, talked, it's we've done shows like this. We said it's useless. It's yeah.
1: useless. But, you know, the, the middle class has also disappeared. This is a huge thing. OK, people are are really having their, their way of life kind of slowly disappearing in front yes. of them. Uh, you know, the jobs that used to work didn't work. It, could we even agree that there should be a middle class or that we should bring back a situation where, you know, wealth is not being distributed in the manner that it was. If you go to post-World War II America, it was a much more fair system it was. of taxation. But we can't even agree on that. No, it doesn't seem like it anymore, does it? Yeah. Yeah, so if we just decided we're going to create a political party, which is the Surfing and Music Party. I
2: like that one, Surfing at, and
1: Music. At least you wouldn't have the divisions we had. Now, folks, we're going to be uh, breaking for the, for the week very shortly, but I do want to throw this out there, and I want you to think about this. Just imagine, OK, forget Republican, forget Democrat, forget who's president. If the president just took all 100 members of the Senate and how many people are in Congress, 400 or something?
2: Yeah, I was just thinking about it. But yeah, it's yeah, support, just,
1: some of it, yeah, Put everybody in a room and said, OK, we're not going to have any more uh, contact. We're just going to have a meeting. And they said, we are going to no longer have Republicans and Democrats. We are going to be one party. We are going to be the Americans. We're going to be one party, and we're only going to have one political affiliation. I would call that tyranny B. <sighs> of course. But what would be one of the first things that they would accomplish? What would be something that they could do collectively? That all Americans that could get together on. Would Actually, on.
2: What, the, funny, the funny thing about it is the majority of the stuff we're talking about. I mean, really. You know, you've got the big hot topic issues that everyone always loves to bring up in political discourse. There you or, go. Possibly what we could call political hobby. Right. Right. Which might really be what we're talking about here. Maybe it's not so much that they really care about making change. Maybe it's just a fun hobby like watching a football game and having a favorite football team. But here's the thing you know. The bulk of the stuff that matters, it's actually getting done. And it's getting done every day. And somehow, miraculously, state governments still run. Federal government still runs. Legislation's written all the time. You know, just because your side didn't win or my side didn't win doesn't mean it's not working.
1: Why is that a taboo? Why is optimism taboo? Why is hope taboo? Why is saying that things are pretty good or things are going maybe well? Why is that uh, something that we just... We never hear resonated anywhere. We only see what is wrong and what should make us because it's not emotional for whatever reason. Because it's
2: not emotionally satisfying. I mean that's right. I mean Aton e- 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 Hirsch, I always talked about Aton Hirsch has this book, right? Yeah. So his book, Politics is for Power. He essentially says that that politics has become mostly hobby for people. And the reason is that it's emotionally satisfying. That's why you enjoy a great football game. If the football game's three to zero, who has fun? Right. But when your team wins, it feels great. And when your team loses, you can get mad about it, and then you'll feel even better next week.
1: Right? Unless you realize that you're all on the same team. Unless you realize you're all on the same team. All right, folks, listen, we're going to have to take a very uh, short, week-long break, but we will be back. And we're going to continue along these issues. Thank you so much to everyone who called in everyone who listened to us. And try to remember, we always look on the bright side here. Yes. And even if we disagree with you or appear to disagree with you folks... We, we love, you, love all, you all. For sure. Uh, be safe out there. And by all means, try to not be so afraid and not be so angry. Yeah. We'll see you next week, folks.
0: This show is furnished by The Cochrane Firm.